to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast, your local business community resource. My name is Denise Heidel. Not only do I serve as your podcast host, but I'm also the executive director of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. On behalf of the Chamber, thank you for listening and for your support of the Chamber business community. Hi, everybody. This is Denise Heidel, and I'm your host of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. On today's episode, I am joined by Amanda Gogolak with Be Kind Coffee and also Mike McGilvery from Marzano Capital Group. The name of today's episode is Why Coffee is Essential to Your Business. We're going to get started on today's episode, and I hope that you enjoy it as much as we enjoyed recording it. I wanted to remind you before we get started to make sure that you're subscribed to our channel. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, please make sure that you hit subscribe and um, be sure to share our podcast with others. We relaunched in September, and we want this podcast to be a great resource to those in our business community. With that said, let's get started on today's episode. If you know Mike McGilvery at all, you know why I've asked him to be a part of this conversation. And obviously, Amanda, she and her family own a coffee shop, so obviously she's very critical (laughs) to this discussion. So Amanda, let's start with you. Just give a brief introduction. Absolutely. So my name is Amanda Gogolak, and I am the co-owner of Be Kind Coffee Co. So we are a family-run coffee shop owned by my mother, Natalie, and I. And actually, uh, November will be our two-year anniversary. It's hard to believe it's only been two years. Like some days, it feels like a blur. Today, I'm like, has it only been two years? (laughs) It's amazing. And I cannot believe how much just has happened, how many friendships we've made, business friends we've made. And it feels like you are like lifetime friends. I think back on it, I've only known you guys for two years. So it's amazing. Yeah. So love to be a part of this amazing community and speaking with you all today. Yeah, well, you definitely have made your mark in the community. (laughs) Everybody I know, oh, I love Be Kind. I love Be Kind. And you know, when I do my executive report every month, I mean, Mike reads it. He knows it's like had a meeting at BeKind, BeKind, yes. BeKind, BeKind. Yes. I think 90% of my meetings happen at the coffee shop. Yes. So. As they should, right? Right. It's just a great place to fuel productivity, conversation, and just caffeinate yourself. Right. So, Mike, if you'll give your introduction yeah, as well. Yeah, so, um, and again, just going back to your point about lifelong friends, you know, the ch- I think the Chamber of Commerce helps with that. Kind oh, of stuff, yes. You know, so. Uh, yeah, Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and uh, partner at Marzano Capital Group. We're a boutique wealth management firm here in, in Clemens and have been members of the chamber a long time. And it's been very fruitful for us as far as just cultivating relationships and good connections. Um, and very excited to be chatting about this topic today. Um, I'm a black coffee drinker just off the cuff. I'm just start. Yeah, it. me too. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we love all kinds of coffee drinkers. Yes. <laughs> Put that out. But we were we were joking, just for those of you listening, we were joking before we got started. Mike and I are both sitting here with our cups of coffee, and Amanda, who owns a coffee shop, is sitting here with a bottle of water. So, um, But this topic is very, very near and dear to my heart um, for multiple reasons, because I am an avid coffee drinker. Whenever I was uh, participating in leads groups before I was offered this position with the chamber. You know, in leads groups, you have to give a 20-minute presentation about your business every so often. And I had done one um, that I'd recorded because just speaking off the cuff just felt very intimidating to me at the time, (laughs) though I felt like I'm getting a little better about it. But um, 
I had planned to do my second one around the topic of why coffee is essential to your business. And so when we relaunched the podcast, this is actually the topic that I wanted to bring back first. Sure. But I decided to wait because we, we had some other things that we needed to, to launch through the podcast. Um, but So I'm super excited. This is the episode I have been most looking forward to <laughs> recording. And I'm recording it with two of my favorite people. So it makes it even uh, more yeah. special. So, thank, so you, thank, you. thank you. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to recognize one of our sponsors, Marzano Capital Group. Hi, this is Mike McGilvery, financial advisor and partner at Marzano Capital Group in Clemens. We are privileged to serve this great community, and we strive to help our clients by building wealth management plans tailored to their specific goals. Consistent client communication is the cornerstone of our process, and we hope to add value to your financial planning needs. Once again, thank you to Marzano Capital Group for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. I've been to the impact of health on your coffee. And I think it's really perfect timing this weekend. Amanda, you sent me a text message about a study that they've done that says um, coffee drinkers live longer. Yeah. And why wouldn't we? Because yeah. <laughs> yes. we I, I think it has to do with like serotonin and happiness. Like when you drink coffee and it just releases all these good feelings. Cause like, right. The world can be tough some days. So I feel like we sure. have something that just gives us that little bit of extra joy every day. So maybe that's what elong really elongates our lives. I don't know if it's anything actually chemical or I, metabolic. Sure. I don't know, but it makes sense to me. Um, <laughs> I heard, yeah, sorry to interrupt there, no, but go I, ahead. You know, I, I've heard something recently, Eleanor Russell had mm -hmm. you know, coffee with her recently, Yeah. Um, and she said that caffeine, it's been studied that caffeine actually protects your memory, yeah. I hope it's true, yeah. but uh, I thought that was, that was an interesting stat about coffee. Mm -hmm. I'd hate to know what my memory looked like without it then, because... <laughs> And it might even be a placebo effect because like if you notice like before a big presentation and event something you've got to have your coffee before you feel like your brain will turn on sure and maybe that's actually just yourself telling you like i'm sure your brain would work without it but I, maybe that that goes back to the protectiveness of coffee and your memory and in your brain that's an interesting study i'd like to sign up for that right <laughs> come to my coffee shop and drink and we'll study you so for our local researchers <laughs> yeah. who may be listening you come have a yeah, you have somebody willing to participate. Just find her at Be Kind Coffee. I do feel like, in all seriousness, coffee is really key to business partnerships. I mean, I know, Mike, you and I don't have meetings that don't center around coffee. It, it truly is. And, and you, you brought up Eleanor, and she's always amazing to yeah. have coffee with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smart gal. Yes, smart gal. she is. So um, I do, you know, to quote uh, or modify a, a line from The Office, because you know what a big fan I am, <laughs> coffee is the great unifier. <laughs> so, yeah. we, uh, we definitely, it gives us an easy excuse to, to meet. So Amanda, uh, you know, how many, I mean, you see this all the time. I mean, I was in there this morning having a business conversation yes, over yes. coffee. So how do you see coffee in the business community from where you you stand behind the counter. Yep. So, and I can actually, I'll speak, I'll speak to this about why we decided to open a coffee shop and like why it was coffee. Um, so just obviously growing up our, I, I come from an Italian background, right? And so you're always in your grandmother's kitchen, uh, having a cup of coffee, eating a pastry, sharing sure. life, encouraging each other, laughing, crying, but there's always a pot of coffee that's refilled. And so 
we obviously, when we opened up Be Kind, we wanted to kind of love our community more tangibly. Mm-hmm. And we know we have this history of baking and stuff. And we were like, well, obviously coffee has to be the focal point. And when we met with, we wanted also to have a local impact with our roasting and the whole process. So we, our roaster out of Charlotte, Toby Foreman of Harvest Coffee, when we met with him, he basically put into words the feeling that we grew up with. And he just said, like, he said, I understand where your heart is and what you're going for. And coffee is the right way to do it because coffee is the vehicle for connection for every. I love right that. and we were like that's what we were trying to say we didn't have the <clears throat> words for it but th- he's he's right it's just the why you meet right you know there's there's you, you want to meet for a business you want to meet to encourage each other whatever it is but for some reason that hot warm cup and I think it also goes back to I have fond memories of parents and grandparents and loved ones. I think everyone else probably does or friends or whatever it is. Sure. So it's kind of just that I think that thing that gives you warm and fuzzies and then gives you warm and fuzzies and you meet together over it. So I just, I think it's that we call it, as we say at the shop, it's the vehicle for your connection, whether it's business, whether it's personal, whatever it is, or business that becomes personal, right? Builds friendships, fosters community. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of it for us. Yeah. Yeah, no, and well said too. And I just have to thank you for the gluten-free snacks you keep in your oh, yes. shop as well. I'm myself, I'm not gluten-free, but my wife is. Oh, so yeah. we, mm-hmm. we appreciate you guys thank um, you. doing that. And um, I love what you said there about it is the vehicle for connection. Um, I can tell you, I've had many good conversations over a nice cup of coffee at your establishment mm-hmm. and throughout the community. And I've closed a lot of business over a cup of coffee. Oh. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and I think there's a lot to be said for that. Um, the other thing that uh, I was going to mention to you guys: when did y'all start liking coffee? I was in my late twenties. So okay, okay. I was wanting to see if I was an outlier or not. I couldn't stand coffee until my senior year of college. Same, same. That's okay. literally mm-hmm. when okay. I started. And sorry yeah. to go off the cuff there, but it's I funny just that. Never, no, no, it's a really interesting question because you know I, I tell my son this all the time. Charlie will be twenty five in January, and he dabbles in like the free fee coffees you know that really just <laughs> there's not a whole lot of coffee, substance yes, in coffee yes. there but it's got a just dis- fairly discernible hint there mm-hmm. um but he he's been um doing that for the last few years but he still claims he doesn't like coffee and i'm like look between me your grandmother your great-grandfather and your grandfather you don't have a choice. You will be a coffee drinker. It is in your DNA. And I consider myself a late bloomer. My mom started drinking coffee when she was three years oh, wow. old. Okay. 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 <laughs> so she'd probably beat us all. Yeah. Right. So yeah. So I was a late bloomer. I probably started drinking it around twenty-seven. And what we have noticed owning a coffee shop is because we also ask people that question because I'm always fascinated yeah. too. Later bloomers. Um, they, I don't know, they seem to appreciate, or maybe they got into it because they really just enjoyed it, or it was to make a connection, right, business mm-hmm. or personal, so, to socialize, versus the people that have drank it from an early age, it was more like, it's just fuel to get me going, it's black coffee, right. it's nothing added to it, versus like your son uh the later bloomers it's mm-hmm. kind of more doctor. and in fairness <laughs> to him that's how i started drinking coffee yeah. the the you know ridiculously over the price you know, top uh yeah. designer lattes yeah. you know <laughs> just <laughs> like yeah but you know over time 
and now I'm down to a black cup of coffee yeah. and I yep. that's yeah. my preference. Very similar for me. You know, I was I never liked the really sweet stuff. Like people, yeah. I'll see people putting sugar in their coffee and this is no disrespect to anybody that does that, but mm-hmm. and, I, and I was like, I guess I'm crazy. I, am I missing something here? Like I don't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so my journey with coffee was senior year of college and I did like a lot of cream. Mm-hmm. I did that for a while. Yeah, and then slowly, <laughs> you know, trying to protect my waistline, I moved to the black coffee side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My my friend, um, she always talks about being an avid coffee drinker, and she calls me a snob because I'm like, no, you really just like the cream with a splash of coffee. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, she said just because you can drink your coffee black, you think you've uh, you've yeah. you're the only serious one. I'm like, well. <laughs> You both are, you know, in business. And so, you know, obviously you see the transactions happening and I'm like, Mike, you know, I've, I've closed business over coffee too. And, and it is really something that has been very meaningful and purposeful for me, both as a business owner and also in the role that I serve at the chamber. Cause I love meeting with chamber members over a cup of coffee or new members and going to sit down with a new member, explaining to them all their chamber benefits over a cup of coffee yes. and um and even potential members you know yeah. i was over at your coffee shop yesterday with a potential guys. member <laughs> so yes. um but it really does uh, make a big difference from the business perspective but it also matters from the employment perspective and i found this really interesting so i did a little bit of homework um before our conversation 80 percent of americans drink coffee at work that's Pretty significant. Substantial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as working with people, and of course, your employees really kind of have an advantage to yes. having coffee in the workplace. Yeah. Amanda, <laughs> say it's it's one of the huge perks, right? In our industry, you come with free coffee. So right. For some people, that's enough. Pay me and give me free coffee. Right. Exactly. We'll work for coffee. <laughs> that's right. So, Mike, though, I guess this question really goes to you more than um, anybody here. You know, talk about from a from a management perspective sure. how coffee's impact works in the office yeah yeah good question too open-ended question so mm-hmm. I, I like that you you got to know here about the hr perspective about morale booster mm-hmm. um you know my my mother who is mm-hmm. you know in in the office that i work in she does a great job on our monday morning meetings of bringing in things whether it's coffee from a local establishment whether it's pastries or donuts or biscuits or whatever it may be. Um, so I 100% agree with your stat here that it is a morale booster in the office because when I walk in on Monday morning and I see that craft of mm-hmm. Be Kind Coffee, I'm so much more excited about my first cup of coffee than getting it from the Cuisinart. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. it, not that there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong, but it's just nice to see that. It's a and, gesture. It's right. a thoughtful gesture. That's right. And it kind of just starts your week off. Right. Yeah. It, it's a it's a it's, it's a simple act of kindness mm-hmm. to go to your word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a simple act of kindness that definitely just sets the stage for a meeting, a week, right, right. what have you. And you know, midweek a lot of times I will you know if I'm kind of feeling that drag of like man is this weekend ever in you know mm-hmm. um, I will from time to time run out at lunch and try to pick up something like that and it's usually yeah we see yeah we see <laughs> right, right. right. Coffee, just to kind of get us over that midday or yeah. midweek home yeah yeah well I've got a good friend of mine who's a general manager for a hair salon and she oversees like nine salons and that's her big thing she goes and picks up coffee that's the way she boosts the morale of the hairstylist to yeah. report to her 
and you know it's just they see her walking in with you know a couple trays of coffee mm-hmm. and they just immediately perk up because of that simple act of, of kindness yeah. we're going to take a quick pause from the podcast to hear a message from triad business bank hello my name is fuller Parham, senior commercial banker with triad business bank we opened our doors a little over two years ago to serve the core banking needs of locally owned businesses, real estate professionals and developers, and nonprofit organizations here in the Triad. We raise local capital and have a mission to deploy it back into our local community as a catalyst for growth. We focus on the core banking needs of our local business community. And what that means is we really are looking to help out with deposit treasury cash management services, as well as business, commercial, and real estate borrowing needs. Again, my name is Fuller Parham with Triad Business Bank, and we look forward to learning how we can support your business's growth. Thank you again to Triad Business Bank for their support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. You know, one of the things that I found really interesting, too, in, in preparing for our conversation is the positive impact coffee makes on a on a team environment and brainstorming and I love a good brainstorming session uh-huh. and it just feels incomplete if you don't have a big whiteboard some markers and a bunch of different colors and a big old cup of a coffee that's right we know I I've said this and people think I'm joking about it but I'm totally dead serious my best ideas come after 10 cups so I wrote that down because you mentioned that in our meeting earlier this yes week. And I thought that was so funny when you said that. You're like, my best ideas come from my 10th cup. Yes. And that does not happen every day because, I mean, I really would be, you know, you'd have to peel me off the ceiling. But on those days where I get to that level, which I know you can drink too much coffee. It's 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 not something I like to admit, but I know that there is such a thing as too much coffee. But... I can handle 10 cups every blue moon, and when I do, I'm telling you, (laughs) I can revitalize anything. How many cups of coffee do y'all drink on average, on a daily basis? I usually start my day with at least five. Yeah, I drink usually espresso, so straight espresso, so if it's in a coffee equivalent, I don't know, maybe it's around five or six, but then like, you know, handling coffee, I feel like there's also that kind of uh, ambient effect where the grinds were breathing it in all. I mean, I, my total milligrams, good <laughs> lord, I don't even want to say it for fear of my doctors. So but yeah, I'd say maybe five or six. Um, I, I actually have an espresso maker at the house. My yeah. father-in-law is a big coffee guy, uh-huh. and so... He's actually got a roaster, a, ca- a cast iron roaster in his house. Wow. Fantastic. Um, orders beans from, you know, wherever, you know, Columbia, yeah, yeah, Hawaii. Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that kind of, yeah, green, exactly. Nice. Um, he tried to educate me a little bit on the process. You know, it's, it was a little over my head about, you know, how he did it. But he supplies coffee to our family. Mm-hmm. And, um, but getting back to the original point, sorry, I thought that was a fun a, a fun fact. That's I, interesting. I'm probably, I probably drink, I would say, four to five cups a day. Yeah. I'm close to you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And usually I have a cutoff point. I don't drink it all day long. I can drink it all day long, sure. but I do try to sw- switch to hot tea later mm. in the afternoon yeah. or, or drink water. But like my husband, he's his limit's one. I mean, how, how do you function? Done. How do you function with just one cup of coffee? Yeah. I mean, three is kind of like my minimum. Yeah. I, think, you know, I try not to go over five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, are you the type of people, because we just meet all kinds, that, like, 
it doesn't sound like you are, Denise, that you have a hard stop after, like, in the afternoon. Because we have a lot of people that, if they have it after 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, there's no sleeping. My mom is one of those people. So if we catch her sipping espresso in the afternoon, we're like, cut it off. Cut it off, Natalie. Because you know, <laughs> my dad's going to be really mad <laughs> when you're running around the house tonight. So no. it doesn't have that effect on you? No. That's good. That's yeah. good. Me neither. I can drink usually, well, I say no. I can drink two or three cups max. At, up to about seven o'clock yeah at night you know like if after supper or something like that yeah, I might yeah. have a cup of coffee um, but after three cups it would start affecting me mm, yeah but yeah. yeah I try I mean again I don't have a hard stop getting back to your original point like no I don't have that I definitely try not to drink it after yeah. three four um, my daughter so she's a year and a half um, she has grown to enjoy me making coffee in the morning. She likes turning on the espresso Aww. machine with me. She Aww. likes seeing me grind the coffee. So from time to time, if it's been a long day, uh, my wife will say, you know, hey, can you make me a double shot or whatever? And so that's something that my daughter and I do in the evenings from time to time. But we yeah. try to limit that because they say don't drink it after. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, I, I go back to my DNA. You know, my mom <laughs> and my grandfather especially could drink Actually, I guess my dad, too. I mean, all three of them would drink coffee all day long. My dad sips it right up till he lays his head down on his pillows. Yeah. <laughs> that cold cup that he's been carrying around the day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all day well, long. He just loves it. I, I will say, yeah, my mom is a raging insomniac anyway, oh. so I don't know if that's helping her or hurting her now that I think about it. But, yeah, she, uh, but she's done that for as long as I can remember. So, Mike, I, um, I heard you say this one time, and I always thought it was so funny. You always say, don't sweat the latte. And I know you're talking about that from the finance world. I mean, I've got to give credit to Stephen Gallo in our office. So he's one of our partners in the office as well. He's an advisor. And he actually is the one that I first heard that from. Mm-hmm. But it makes perfect sense. You know, what I mean by that is, you know, if you have a good financial plan in place, you don't have to listen to all the talking heads say, stop spending money at Starbucks or be kind or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because you've planned, you can you can, yeah. you can have simple pleasures, right? Yeah. Well, see, and I really firmly believe that you should factor in a coffee budget. Sure. If it's part of your mm-hmm. routine and you're worried about it, just put in a line item. This is my coffee budget. We right. we have a meal out budget. Just have a little subset of that for your coffee. <laughs> and it's funny what'll fall off before the coffee budget because, like I said, we're almost two years old, so we opened right in the middle of the pandemic. Sure. And mm-hmm. that was our, you know, there's. There's lots of support when you open a business, but then there's a lot of just practical and good advice that you want to hear too, right? The other side, because mm-hmm. we always joke that mom and I are the dreamers and dad and my husband are more of the practical side. So sure. mm-hmm. that was a big concern. Are people going to give up their coffee because money is tighter, jobs are, you know, kind of, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we're losing, uh, you know, workforce and things, but like we never saw that. We and, right. and I think it was because circling all the way back to your first question, I think it was that little creature comfort, that simple thing of even if all else in the world is on fire right now, I know mm-hmm. I can get a hot cup of coffee and see a friend, even if it's six feet apart outside because it was pandemic times. Sure. 
So that was really interesting for us because that was a big risk where, yep, we're opening up a, what some people would, you know, kind of call this is, you know, this is not a necessity, right? This is kind of more of a luxury item, getting your coffee out. So not sweating the latte, even through, I mean, I think what we saw one of the harder times, at least in my lifetime, um, mm -hmm. people didn't cut that out. And I think it was because it's just, it's more than coffee. It's more than just paying for fuel that I need. It's, it's so much more. It's that right. connection. It's that nostalgic mm -hmm. feeling, whatever yeah. it was. So. Right. Well said. No, I, I agree with that 100%. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know we're jumping all over the place, but, you know, I want to go back to the business and the office perspective. Yeah. You know, a lot of businesses, and I mean, Mike, honestly, your office is a prime example. I know you walk right in. You've got reception on your right, and then there's that little lobby area with, yeah. a, with a coffee bar. Yep. And so, yep. Um, you know, I think, and I think it speaks a lot when businesses have that complimentary coffee for their their customers or their clients sure. coming in, whether it's, you know, an, a financial advising office like yours, or if it's a retail shop mm -hmm. or, oh, yeah. or whatever the case may be. I think that, that, that concept of that complimentary coffee bar is just really a good, solid business practice. I remember being, so again, I, I was, I started in, in this business in 2014, but not with Marzano Calvin Group, but I've had the family connection there for a long time. Right. And so I remember actually being in high school, and they were doing it then. Um, and I'm not going to date myself here, but that's been a little while. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm older than both of you. Don't yeah. even. Don't even. <laughs> I can't tell you how many calls we get from businesses that want to do a customer appreciation, and it's coffee yep. and yeah. pastries. Yeah. And, right. and I think that is amazing because it's it true. Is. It's like that's going to touch and speak to everybody's heart. Because even it if is. you're not a coffee drinker, you're going to grab a little pastry. But like you said, it's more of the act of. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's, I mean, I think that's a determining factor in where you do business, right? right? Do they go the extra mile with those little things that really make you seem like they, right. they really do care well, and they it, do in this case. It makes so much sense because you also have somebody who, you know, okay, again, not everybody's a coffee drinker, mm -hmm. all right? They're wrong, but not everybody's a coffee drinker. But, you know, those who are, they're going to linger there more. They're going to spend more time there. They're going to just, there's just something about that experience where you're just going to stand there, look around more. If they look around more, they're more likely to spend more. So it just financially sure. makes a lot of sense to me why not offer your customers and clients coffee? And I'm sure that you would offer a subscription service to any business. You just let us know. We, 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 learn, we learn something and adapt every single day. I always joke with mom, the day that we have to stop being creative is the day we'll stop being Be Kind Coffee. Because sure. every day, it's great because businesses come to us like, this might sound crazy, and we say, nope, hit us with it. We, yeah. we would love to figure out how to do this with you. But it's always about things like that, giving back to their their customer and their clientele just that little extra level of service and coffee is always going to be appreciated so mm -hmm. yeah. it will be and you know i i pulled some again i kind of nerded out a little bit on this topic just because i like it but i did pull some stats and these are a little bit old i mean it's 2015 data mm -hmm. but still i mean so we know the numbers have only gone up right. since then <laughs> um but the total economic impact of the coffee industry in the united states in 2015 was 225.2 billion billion with a b yeah um there it's 1.6 percent of the total u.s gross domestic product and consumers spent 74.2 billion on coffee in 2015 wow. 
I feel like that was just last year for me. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> Talking about your coffee budget. Right, right yeah. exactly. <laughs> but, I, and this was the stat that I found the most interesting, especially, you know, in this time where, you know, people are looking for jobs. Well, you know, employers want people to look yeah. for jobs. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> maybe no, the other way around. Clarify this a little bit. But 1.7 million jobs in the U.S. economy are based on coffee shops. That's, That's just in the United States. That's just the United States. Wow. And That's huge. We, Correct me if I'm wrong, but we don't really grow a lot of coffee here, right? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. It's all, you know, Central America, Central, South America. South America, yeah. Africa. Africa, yeah. that's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's amazing. Absolutely. It, it, it runs the world. It's not a joke. I mean, it's just... Uh... <laughs> yeah. The, the whole topic, again, is coffee is essential to your business. I mean, I would love to you know see more people just to truly embrace the small coffee shop. I mean... Yeah. Yes, there's a lot of coffee options out there mm-hmm. in the world, but you know, when you're doing business and you're supporting a small business in the process, that's win 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 all the way around. Yeah, it is. Um, you brought up a good point, Amanda. You, you said something that struck me. You said the day we stop being creative is the day we stop being be kind. The beautiful thing about the way you guys have established that business is that you have the ability to be creative. Mm-hmm. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not a big box. Yeah. You know, and I'm not throwing shame at them. No, but no. We're right. not a big box. And that's something that we pride ourselves on in our office, too. Mm-hmm. We're a six-person mm-hmm. office. Right. We wow. touch a lot of folks in the area, luckily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we're blessed to be able to do that. But we have that same ability because we're independent. Yeah. And we can be creative and be more boutique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's funny. We just had this conversation with a customer this morning who was justifying him going to a big box when we're closed. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, listen there's a place for all of us mm-hmm. like there there are like we don't for instance have a drive-through right so if you are that person that that morning you just need a quick coffee on the fly and you're hitting a drive-through it's because that's what you need but if you are trying to make a connection you've got a client you want to take out somebody like that that's absolutely the place for small local shops because we are trying to foster relationships, ours with you, you with your customers mm-hmm. and clients. So, like, there's a place for all of us. And it's okay <laughs> that you hit all of us when you do. Mm-hmm. But think of the small local shops when you are trying to make this connection. Because that's probably more of the vibe that you're going to get. We want you to feel that way. You're not going to be rushed through. We want you to linger. You've got a great place to linger, oh, honestly. Goodness. I mean, if anybody's not been to Be Kind <laughs> yet, I don't know why you haven't. Yes, uh, so. It's uh, it's really a, just a great place to, to linger and to to sit around yeah. chat, but also if you've just got to run too. Yeah. So. And to that point, like when we did open in a pandemic, so our mindset back then was okay, it's more coffee to go, which never was the model we wanted, right? Sure. So, but mm-hmm. we just kind of had to adapt that way it's with the hopes, too. right? Things will get better, and one day people will come in. Well, you've come in to the point so much where you know we had to renovate, and now right. we have extra space because. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. My husband was mm-hmm. kind of like, no, I think I think America is more this coffee on the fly model, and I said maybe, but there is still this big market of people that do want to come and sit, and mm-hmm. that's what we're here for. That's our mm-hmm. niche. Yeah, yeah. You got the yard games and stuff too. Yeah. Out there, you know, oh yeah. Waverly, my my daughter, you know, she absolutely and loves going yes. out there, just to kind of play out there. And <laughs> so yeah, going back to the fact that you guys can have a really cool personalized business model. 
that's for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we've hosted uh, kids' uh, summer camps at a coffee mm-hmm. shop of all things. Kids' birthday parties. It's funny the impact. Yeah, on kids that we never thought. We just assumed, right, our clientele is going to be the older folks drinking coffee. But no, it's really the family model. Uh, and we make yes. sure we have drinks for kids specifically. But that whole vibe. You come with your family, you stay. Right. right. You mm-hmm. play yard games. You listen to music on the patio. The yeah. whole thing. Yeah, I know. It's so cool that you guys have, like, some local artists come in and oh, do yeah. some things. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I uh, I play guitar by the way. Oh no! So, I would say that I don't know if I'd be a prime candidate for you guys. I don't no, know if I'm that good, you're but. actually you're <laughs> just who we need because our so Tom Caulfield he's our main uh, he's a local artist plays uh, acoustic guitar in the patios but he's starting this outreach right. He's good. Yes, and his whole thing is he said be kind is so community oriented. I feel like when I come it's all about me and I want to fit your model more. So he's actually putting feelers out on Saturdays to any other musicians that oh, play. Cool. And when he's there, you just talk to him and you can you can bring your own guitar, you can use his guitar. He wants to foster this more community vibe in his little bit that he's contributing. Cool. That's so awesome. Make sure yeah, you come on yeah. a Saturday, link Thank up you. with Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Yeah, cuz that what I mean that can't get any better. Customers now mm-hmm. playing on the patio with us. Why mm-hmm. not? Probably yeah, probably <laughs> to learn something from him too. Oh you know? yeah. Oh, and he's a wonderful teacher. Just a great human. Him and his wife. We're going to take a quick pause from today's podcast to hear a message from Eleanor Russell of 360 Health. Are you confused about nutritional supplementation? Should you supplement? Which supplements should you select? Are you concerned about environmental toxins and the health of our planet? Do you know much about the companies you buy products from and their mission? Are you concerned about value when you're spending your hard-earned money? At 360 Health, we listen to our customers' concerns. We offer educational support, superior product recommendations, and a community of like-minded people. Tune in our Health Geeks Book Club podcast, browse our website, and if you decide to join us, you'll receive lots of additional benefits. I'm Eleanor Russell at 360 Health, and I would like to help you make healthy happen in your life. Contact me at 360health4letteru.com. Thank you, Eleanor, for your continued support of the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce. And now, let's get back to the podcast. We are starting to run out of time, but there's two more points that I wanted to to get to. First of all, um, (laughs) this is a little bit of a fun thing. Okay. (laughs) So... When, what does a coffee order say about a person's personality? Loaded. Lo- I, I'm not going to speak first because I'm the one serving you guys. <laughs> well, okay, that puts you on the spot because I asked no the problem. question. I saw, I, I saw a reel the other day on social media, and it's this uh, social media comedian, and he was doing a play on that. And the first one was black coffee drinkers, and that's what I am. Yeah. Me too. And he immediately started with, oh, what kind of coffee would you like? And then he was like, black, black only. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing intermittent fasting. And all of a sudden, I was like, I intermittent fasting. <laughs> I drink black coffee. Is that how people see me when I'm ordering my yes. coffee? Yes. So, yeah, it's like intensity. like So yeah. I do think people see black coffee drinkers as intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great, it's it's a representative of you, right? Yeah. Right. It's strong, it's dark, it's concentrated, it's to the point. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that, and actually looking at both of you, I know you both pretty well. I think that's a good description of you both. Okay. I'll take that as a compliment. It's a compliment. Yeah. It's an absolute compliment. It beats the whole black coffee drinkers or psychopath 
<laughs> memes that I've seen. Well, yes, in the age of all the flavors you can add, um, actually a customer gave us a comic. It's hanging on our board if you've ever seen it. Um, it's an older gentleman trying to order a cup of coffee, and the young hipster baristas are looking at each other, and they're like, do we have a syrup called coffee? <laughs> I <laughs> like, that one. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. my lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is actually, actually it, so. Yeah. So, well, I, I'm just, I was just curious. I'm sure that there's some fun to be had around that. I'm sure there's a science to it. Surely somebody's done a study on your coffee order, on yep. your personality. And I guess if it changes over time, like I started with the syrupy, uh-huh. sugary drinks and mm. made my way down to black coffee, does that mean I've grown? I mean, <laughs> I don't, I graduated, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And maybe there's, right, a lesson to be learned in what was that old, don't judge a book by its cover. So, you know occasionally we'll see a customer come in and we think we know your order right before you get up there so we just we recently had this big burly guy come in right i think he literally rode in on a harley so we're like all right this guy is black coffee straight up i don't want anything in it we're all getting ready to hand it to him and he was like i'll have a non-fat soy latte and we just (laughs) laughed and we were just like so and we told him we're like sir we had you pegged for a black coffee that is so so don't judge a book by its cover so funny um but yeah maybe what you do drink or what your preferences are lend a little bit to your personality insight into your soul yes maybe (laughs) well it reminds me when we have this conversation and i told you this earlier it reminds me of that movie you've got mail yes Yes. when tom hanks is narrating the coffee scene in that movie so anyway all right well one more thing real quick before we wrap it up um in all seriousness okay we've laughed a lot because we all love coffee in all seriousness, there is so much to be said for scheduling your one-on-ones and having meetings in a coffee shop, in a locally owned coffee shop mm-hmm. if possible, because that is where real connections are made. You know, whenever somebody joins the chamber, and I know, Mike, you're real active in leads groups as well. Absolutely. Um, while the leads groups themselves are not meeting in the, the coffee shop, I have said to every new member that I've encountered You'll get out of the chamber what you put into the chamber. And that means having those one-on-ones, scheduling time to get to know other people because this is a very relational chamber. We want to see everybody do well, but we have to know you. We have to know you to be able to refer you to. So investing that time, it is not a waste of your time. It is actually a very productive use of your time when you are scheduling those Mm one-on-ones in a coffee shop or small group meetings. Um, Mike, do you have anything to yeah, add on I that? Mean, I, that is very well put. Um, you know, somebody that a mentor of mine, Mark Morphy's, right? Um, mm. You know, he was the first person to get me involved in some leads groups a couple years ago, and he told me he's like, don't. He's like, go into every one on one with an open mind. He's like, you're not necessarily going to close business every one on one. That's not what it's about. It's about making the connection, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Amanda and I, we probably didn't even know each other's names for a couple yeah. you know, months, but we knew each other because yes. of just seeing each other at Chamber events, seeing each other That's at right. Beacon Coffee, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so uh, I would like to say that, reiterate the fact that Denise said, do your one-on-ones, go to a local establishment, meet the local business owners yes. of those establishments, it, it will pay off. It will, and it, I mean, it's not going to necessarily be an immediate success, right. but if you if you carve out the time and you're committed to it, I would say, I mean, I tell chamber members, give it six months. Oh, yeah. Minimum. Give it get minimum six mm-hmm. months minimum. before you start to really see the development of those relationships. Mm-hmm. And I just can't think of anything better than 
building trust and building relationships over a cup of hot coffee. That's what it's all about. That's it. Well, I cannot thank you guys enough. Mike, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to come and do this with me. Amanda, thank you for stepping away from the coffee (laughs) shop to come over here and speak more about coffee. I love it. I love it. It's running through my brain 24 hours a day. That's right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Once again, thank you for listening to the Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce podcast. The Louisville Clemens Chamber of Commerce is a member-focused business community. I invite you to learn more about the Chamber by visiting our website, louisville-clemens.com. And while we're in the world of audio, it's time for the fine print. Everyone has an opinion, but in this case, the views and the opinions stated in this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors. So now that you've been appropriately advised, let me remind you that this podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of the Louisville Clements Chamber of Commerce.